Chapter 1 At the sound of helicopter blades whirling in the distance, Detective Inspector Lorne Simpkins leaned over the steering wheel and peered up at the sky. She couldn't see the chopper, but judged it to be hovering beyond the towering buildings to her left, which bordered the Thames. She imagined the armed response team crouched inside it, guns locked and loaded, waiting for her call. If this tip-off turned out to be good, precious minutes would be lost getting the team to her. For the millionth time, she rued the fact that she and Pete couldn't carry guns on these missions. Damn politics. For the second time, she drove past the alley. Still quiet, nothing suspicious. She eased the car to a standstill. Pete shifted uncomfortably in the seat beside her. She turned and asked, nervous? Nah, as usual, the dry cleaners sent these trousers back to me a size smaller than when they went in. Yeah, right, Pete. The fact you've gained about 20 pounds lately wouldn't have anything to do with them shrinking, I suppose. Hey, it takes a lot of calories to keep my shape, you know. Besides, I eat more when I'm stressed, and these wild goose chases don't help. Let's hope this one's for real, and we finally nail the bastard. Fifty quid says it's another Brixton? No thanks. Take the far side of the alley, get into position, and stay put until I give the all clear. Christ, Pete, fasten up your bulletproof and start taking this seriously, will you? If it turns out to be another dud lead, so be it, but... The bloody thing gives me indigestion. Squashes me in like a fat thigh in a stocking. I've had a bigger one on order for yonks. One of the vest type that fastens at the side, but... Look, zip up and shut up. Because if this is for real, we'll be sussed before we get out of the car. Lorne took up her position leaned forward and surveyed the long, narrow alley, the stench of urine and rotting fly-infested waste spewing from overturned bins tinged her nostrils. She motioned the all-clear to Pete, waited for him to dash across to the other side before she checked the alley again and gave him the thumbs up. They picked their way along the graffiti-stained walls. A skinny dog, hunting for its next meal, growled at them but hunger won over conflict, and he grabbed a chicken carcass and made off with it. Lorne released the breath she'd been holding, and mouthed to Pete, anything? Not a fucking dicky bird. If you'd taken up the bet, I'd be fifty. A crack split the air. Pete slumped to the ground. Horror held Lorne rigid as his bulletproof flew in all directions. Oh no, Pete, no. You didn't do the bloody thing up. His body jerked as he took another hit. Lorne bent over, making herself as small as she could, trying to cross over to him, but a sting vibrated off her face and spun her to the ground. She swallowed back the rising panic and delved into her inner resources. Everything by the book, Lorne. Make the call. She grabbed her radio. Backup needed. Officer down. The sound of the helicopter changed from a distant hum to an urgent drumming and its blades chopped the air faster as it sped towards her and Pete. Pete groaned. Thank God he's still alive. But he needed her help. Another spray of bullets echoed down the alley. Dust and rubble jumped into the air. Lorne looked around, desperate to find a way of getting to him. A large steel rubbish bin stood just inside the backyard of one of the shops behind her. Its contents bulged out of the top, but the wheels looked in good condition. 
She positioned it between her and the gunman as more bullets ricocheted off the walls and the ground. Some hit the bin. Splinters of plastic bottles, tin cans and debris showered her. But her shield held and she made it across to Pete. His throat rasped as she ripped open his shirt. A ragged hole in his stomach and a wound near his heart put the fear of God into her. Shit, this is bad. After whipping off her jacket, she removed her blouse, tore it in half, then used it to plug the holes. Her hands trembled as she pressed on the wound. Bullets rained down around them. A tire blew on a nearby delivery van. Sweat flowed from her pores. Jesus, where's the bloody response team? Lawn. A cough stopped Pete's croaky voice. Blood trickled from his mouth. No, oh please, God. 